Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 The Joe over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. It may be ugly outside, but inside your heart. Hopefully it is sunny, warm, and happy. Going to make you feel even better with some great reggae music, man, throughout the show. Make you feel good going into the weekend. That is my bad patois. I apologize to any Jamaicans. Thank you for the music, though. I love my reggae. Also, love some Joe Rose Show talking to the Penny Hardaway, who recently coached the Precious Achua, who is now with the Heat over at Memphis. Dan Lebetard show got some Taysom Hill questions. I'm a little nervous. My Saints in the rivalry game against those dirty Atlanta Falcons uh, this Sunday. Then Hawk and Witty breaking down tonight's Inter Miami game, much to Hawk's chagrin. No chagrin here. We're going to the headlines from the Modelo Especial Sports Desk. Seattle defeated Arizona last night 28-21. The Dolphins play the Broncos Sunday at 4 here on 560 The Joe. The Saints have named Taysom Hill as the starter at quarterback this Sunday against Atlanta. Jameis Winston will be the backup. Manny Diaz has tested positive for COVID-19 and will coach virtually. Miami does not play until December due to COVID concerns. Tonight in college football, FAU will play UMass at 8. In other action, Syracuse takes on Louisville. Purdue faces Minnesota, also New Mexico and Air Force face off. Inter-Miami play their first MLS playoff game against Nashville tonight at 9, but will do so without Gonzalo Higuain, who has tested positive for COVID-19. Dolphin great and Super Bowl MVP Jake Scott passed away after complications from a fall. Scott was 75. True Prep Academy and defensive coordinator Channing Crowder will face the nation's number one ranked IMG Academy tonight at 7 on national TV. Watch it on ESPNU. Headline sponsored by Modelo Especial, the perfect beer for your home tailgate. Modelo Especial, a beer brewed with a fighting spirit. And now after a long week, let's do it. Let's take a step into the day spa. Ah. Now available, a kit that takes your own human cells and grows steaks you can cook and eat. Eh, I'll pay $30 and eat one at a restaurant. An Ontario library recently had a book return that is 100 years overdue. And I once had to pay a five cent late fee, so they better hold this person's feet to the fire. Guinness just recognized a 14-year-old Chinese boy as the tallest teenager in the world at over seven feet tall. Coach Larinaga, get on it. 
A man in Singapore faces criminal charges after staging a one-man protest holding a smiley face sign outside a police station. Come on, it's not Thanksgiving yet, but we're still seeing the Grinch. A video has gone viral of a woman picking out a wedgie while in a formal dress during her graduation. Mmm, my hot mess of the day. A lady catfished a man online using her sister's photo to help lure him in. The odd twist? Now the man is marrying the sister whose picture he fell in love with. If it were me, I'd try to marry both of them. I like their styles. Now to the Exergen Weather Center. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures in the mid-70s. This morning, a good one on the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to Penny Hardaway. Not Lil Penny, though. Uh-uh. Penny Hardaway, coach of Memphis and Precious Achua, most recently. They talked about getting the guys ready for the NBA and how Penny does it as good as anyone else. Also, they talk a little Precious and how does he like coaching and as opposed to being an NBA player. With the 20th pick in the 2020 NBA Draft, the Miami Heat select Precious Achua from Port-a-Court, Nigeria, and the University of Memphis. All right, the Miami first, the Miami Heat first round draft pick, number 20th overall, and joining us right now in the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline is his head coach, or his old head coach, I can't believe I'm saying it, Penny Hardaway from the University of Memphis. Penny, thank you very much for the time, really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, thanks for having me. Hey, Penny, thank you. Yeah, man, I know you're busy. You got a lot going on. First of all, congratulations. Second and 20th pick in the first round, and they're your guys in, in Wiseman and Achua. That, that's got to be really special for you. I can't even imagine what it does for recruiting and, and players wanting to go to Memphis. It's got to be a good start, huh? Yeah, first, thank you so much. And secondly, it is a true blessing, man. When these kids call, I mean, you call them and you're building this relationship, and the kids that's on precious level, James's level, and most of the other kids that I, that I uh, recruit, they just want to know, Coach, can you get me to the league? And my thing is, is the league promised? No, it's not promised. But what we can do is give you the best avenue from development, from teaching, from film, to get you ready so when you get to the league, if that's the blessing that you get, which is where Precious and James have both gotten, that you'll be more than ready. Precious will be more ready than any rookie coming in this year because I prepared him to be ready. And he's a very mature kid and just excited for him. Yeah, I think the people down here are a little bit excited about that too because he's got sort of the body of another guy that's been down here on this Heat team for a couple of years, and that's Bam Adebayo. What can you tell us about Precious, Precious's game going forward into the NBA? Maybe something he's got to work on. What, what have you seen from practice from games that could develop into the NBA? Yeah, but first, what's so weird is that Bam Adebayo played AAU for me. I, I wow. coached Bam for like maybe wow. six games, and uh, we have a we have a really good relationship too. So that's crazy. They are similar, but Precious's game is man. He on the first of all what going to show up right away is his speed, his strength, and his athleticism, and then how he guards. He moves his feet like a guard. He can switch out on pick and rolls and not be scared to get beaten off the dribble. If he does make that mistake the first time, the second time, he won't. And he's already mentally ready for the culture that he's going into. The Miami Heat is an unbelievable culture, and they're getting a kid that they're not going to have to kick in the butt to go out there and play. He's already self-motivated. He plays with a chip on his shoulders, and he's ready to go as soon as he steps through the doors. That, that, listen, I, I heard Pat Riley talk. He might be the most right. athletic uh, with the most upside of, of any Anybody, and it just seemed like Penny. You said something's really interesting. Talk to me about that heat culture thing. We talk so much about it down here. A lot of people yap about it, but it seems to be different with Pat Riley at the top there, and now Bolstra. 
Is the culture different with the Heat than other places in the NBA? 100%. Ever since Coach Riley has been there, the biggest word that I've seen has been accountability. The second word is toughness. So you got to hold yourself accountable by coming in in shape, having the body fat that you need to have, having the weight that you're supposed to have, and maximizing your body so that you can go out there and give your maximum effort. And that's what Coach Riley has believed in from day one, which is truly unbelievable because unbelievable because these kids that are coming in have never been pushed to that level. And coming to that culture, you're going to be pushed to that level. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable organization for those reasons because they hold you accountable for every single possession, every single day, every single moment. You have to walk a certain way, think a certain way. And it's not military. It's what everybody wants because you win. And it's been proven that you win in that system. And, um, you know, it's, 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 a great, it's a great place to play. Penny, how do you like coaching and recruiting and the whole deal? I know it's not just game day going out there, calling plays and substituting guys. This is a year-round thing for a guy. It's a lot of work. How much do you like doing it? Do you love doing it? it actually well you know i i enjoy doing it and love doing it because i want to get back and this is a part of me giving back and i want to be able to get these kids prepared for the nba before they get there and that's what i wanted to do it's not about the money i've made a ton of money i've been blessed to have had that happen but i'm truly in it for the kids i love developing i love teaching i love doing all those things that come along with the game and seeing the kid that comes in one way and then leave 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 another way and uh, that's what I'm in it for, man. It's not for the wins. It's not for the glory of it. It's just to be able to teach guys like James Precious and the rest of my guys that have played for me how to be professionals, man, and how to get how to uh, be good young men. And that's what I'm in it for. You know, Penny, it's a, it's amazing. We're talking during a break uh, about you and and your great career. And I go, man, I always wonder how hard is it for guys that played at such a high level like you, and now you're coaching guys, and and whether they do it a little bit, sometimes superstars as they get older don't have the patience or the makeup to get down there and coach and and help guys get better. Was that an adjustment for you at all? Uh, actually, it wasn't. Being a point guard, you have to have uh, you got to have the uh, the poker face at all times. You got to understand what's going on and be in tune with what's happening for not only yourself but for the rest of your teammates. You have to be that guy all the time uh, for the entire game, on and off the court. You got to be a leader. So when I got and then the other thing that helped me was I went to middle school first and having the patience of teaching middle school kids wow. how to do the fundamentals mm. and things of that nature. That also taught me more patience. But being the point guard and not only a point guard but an elite point guard, you have to bring it every day mentally. So all of this is is just basically just getting to the mental side of what you have to do and uh, it's been fun but I don't look at the kids and hold them to a to a level of if they don't play like me then I'm, I'm you know I'm really rough on them or I'm, I'm patient and I understand that there is a process behind it I'm, I'm all about building a kid up and, and getting him where he needs to be hey Penny real quickly do you expect Precious to chew to be able to come in and, and play right away sometimes it takes a while to fit into the culture and figure out the NBA game you expect he'll be able to come in and give you minutes right away and help the heat He'll be able to come in and get minutes right away because defensively he's ready. You know, I watched the Heat, you know, obviously in the finals in the bubble. They needed another wing defender. Yep. You know, even if it was just to wear LeBron down, everybody knows how great LeBron is. Or to play Anthony Anthony uh, Davis and just wear him down just a little bit. I mean, you're not going to stop those guys, but you can give them, make it tougher on them or whatever. He'd be another extra strong body with Bam or without Bam. And then on the offensive end, he's a guy that's going to crash the glass so hard. It's going to be hard for one guy to box him out. He will dominate the offensive glass, and that's something that they need as well because extra shots with the way that Duncan shoots. It, the way that Tyler shoots it, and those extra rebounds and long rebounds. Precious is a kid that can get to those rebounds. So he'll show that in practice, and I'm sure he'll be used right away from a defensive point of view and an energy point of view. Well, you're making a lot of Heat fans very excited about yeah. Precious coming to town, that's for sure. I got to ask you the hard-hitting question of the morning, Penny. Sorry to hit this with you so late. Your favorite character, Butch McRae or Little Penny? You can only pick one. <laughs> I got to go with Little Penny, man, because Little Penny uh, <laughs> made me who I am. Everybody knows Little Penny. Everybody knows Little Penny. Not too many people know about Butch McRae, but everybody knows Little Penny. So You know, so funny, you know, like... I- 
little penny. Little penny, but I do. Uh, you know, we still got to give Butch some love. <laughs> that's right. Hey. Listen, Penny, that's great, man. Hey, Penny, we really appreciate you joining us this morning. Good luck with everything. Appreciate that little scouting report on Precious. Yeah. Thank you. Very much. Anthony Hardaway joining us on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. University of Memphis head basketball coach. Weird to say that, right? Yeah. That's Tyra Banks, fool. Ah, got to love some Lil Penny and Penny Hardaway. I'm loving some precious Achua and as excited as I am to get a jersey that says Achua on the back and all the jokes you can make. God bless you, tight, all that. I really wish you could put his first name on the back because I want to wear a big manly jersey, heat, it's saying on the back, precious. That would be absolutely sweet. And Penny Hardaway, I don't know, he's crazy. Last thing I want to do is coach, much less if I have millions of dollars. Coach, having to keep up, recruit, it's a nonstop job. It's thankless unless you win the national championship. Hey, do your thing, Penny Hardaway, in your hometown of Memphis, Tennessee. I like those dry rib rub. Ooh, man, that stuff is good. Go to Rendezvous Barbecue, hit up some Beale Street. It's not Bourbon Street, but, you know, it tries to be what it is. Get some dancing in, some partying in. Memphis is okay. It's a funky little town. Not as good as New Orleans. Once again, I digress. Don't want to digress too far away from New Orleans, though. Considering what they're paying each player, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, you'd think Taysom Hill would easily be the starter after Drew Brees is out, but that wasn't the case. Ah, Taysom Hill going to be under center for my Saints this Sunday against the worst organization in all of professional sports, the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah, rivalry game. Saints only win two games a season. I hope they're both against the Falcons. But, hey, I'll take winning it all this year. Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Drew Brees, all of them. That and more from the Dan Lebitard Show Next, plus it's a feel-good Friday, so I got some reggae music for you on the way here on 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. This is 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 The Joe over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and it is a feel-good Friday, so I got some reggae music for you. Lutan Faya, Kijano, Media, which is slang for everything's okay. I'll explain that, but first, let's get into these tunes. Things are definitely media here in South Florida because NBA free agency began at the top of the hour and already breaking news, good news, although it's not a total surprise. Goran Dragic says he is re-signing with the Heat. Oh yeah, media. That is some fire right there from Lutan Fire and Kijano. It's going to be fire this Sunday because you got the Dolphins playing at 4 o'clock. To whet your appetite, though, kicking off at 1 o'clock, it is going to be the Saints and the worst team in the world, the Atlanta Falcons. But, oh, yeah, Taysom Hill 
going to be the starting QB. A lot of people going, what? I'm saying, yeah, man. Let the Swiss Army Knife show out. So, the Dan Levitard Show, they got into it asking some Taysom Hill questions. Also, money talks and, huh, you know who's smart? I know who's smart. Sean Payton is smart. Uh, Mike, is Taysom Hill starting for the Saints now? Yeah, uh, it's surprisingly not, so. It's wow. not going to be Jameis Winston. Stugatz, uh, I was rooting for the Jameis experience, and I heard Stugatz saying earlier this week that it's now or never uh, for Jameis, and it appears, uh, I don't even know what that means, now or never. Well, I think this is Jameis's, or at least I thought, it was Jameis's big opportunity and maybe last opportunity to prove that he could play quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I think he chose the Saints for... I mean, Stugatz. He, he threw for 5,000 yards. He can play quarterback in the NFL. It wasn't as if teams were lining up to sign him once the Bucks got Tom yeah, Brady. but they weren't lining up to sign Tannehill either. Like I, I just did. In the overall, I thought it was a good opportunity at the expense of Drew Brees, of course. A good opportunity for Jameis with a great head coach in Sean Payton, uh, a great offense, to maybe have a chance to resurrect his career and perhaps be the guy that replaces Drew Brees or turn this, parlay this, into a longer contract elsewhere. And that doesn't appear to but be the But he couldn't case now. beat out Taysom Hill. I know. Who's 30 something years old and whose college resume is pretty flimsy. I think the problem here is that this was a question. Considering what they're paying each player, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, you'd think Taysom Hill would easily be the starter after Drew Brees is out, but that wasn't the case. Well, uh, I, I thought, though, that uh, both Dominique and Bomani, and I don't know how much of the black-white stuff is going to end up making an appearance on this, but I thought that it was pretty much understood that if Drew Brees couldn't play, it was going to be Jameis Winston, and even though the Saints paid Taysom Hill, and even though Sean Payton has said publicly, I think that he's got the future as quarterback, I thought that everyone assumed that Jameis Winston would be the one who would step in there and I'm surprised to hear today that it's not it's going to be a guy who is in his 30s whose professional resume has next to nothing on it playing that position I mean he he, in the playoffs he threw probably the nicest pass arguably of the entire playoffs yeah but 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 Mike he's no but he's also playing as a decoy he's playing as something that you have to guard against well he's more than a decoy he's an effective offensive weapon some would refute when he's under center whether or not they're better I'm saying decoy as a quarterback thrower like him playing a full game is not something that I thought I was going to see right now yeah, it's, it's quite the conundrum, too, because he's like the more, much more athletic quarterback of the of the two when you talk about racial dynamics here. But they're paying Taysom Hill a lot of money. I, I thought what I assumed was going to be a combination of the two because Jameis Winston's considered the better reputation thrower as well. So I thought maybe an increased role for Taysom Hill. But according to this report from Adam Schefter, Taysom Hill is taking all the snaps, right. the first and, team snaps. And part of that report is he beat him out in practice. He's had a better week of practice. So maybe they want to see if Taysom Hill is someone who could play a full game at the quarterback position, right? Maybe try it out. We're certainly paying him like yes. one. So, I mean, the money – the. Considering the money that they've allocated to this position, it's easily got to be Taysom Hill when you look at it that way. Uh, can you get Dominique on here? See, uh, call him, and I'd like to talk to him about this because a boat- you don't want to talk to Chris Jericho about it. Uh, at 11.30, we will talk to Chris Jericho about it. Um, but I, the reason I wanted to talk to Dominique about it is because I was taking my cue from him and Bomani, and they were dismissing the possibility that uh, that the Saints were serious about Taysom Hill as a quarterback option. And I was just taking my cue from them and assuming that Jameis Winston would be the guy who would step in there, and I wanted to see 
Jameis Winston there. But I think uh, more people would like to see Taysom Hill there because he's a total unknown. It's not the recklessness of Jameis Winston. You're going to get a total unknown at quarterback that is one of this uh, one of these Tebow types where you're like, well, what? how are they going to beat you with that? He's going to run? Is he going to play like, uh, is he going to end up playing like Lamar Jackson? Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to change their offense, Sean Payton, with Kamara as the running back? Are they going to change it so all of a sudden what's playing quarterback for them is Lamar Jackson-like? Well, Kamara's questionable as well, so we'll see what happens with him. But Taysom Hill has thrown 18 passes in his career. I mean, Jameis Winston has had seasons as a starting quarterback. It's it's an odd move. We'll see what happens. But though. but Mike is right when you say the the way that they pay Taysom Hill would suggest that they and they they've said they think of him as a future quarterback. They have said that. Steven Ruiz, who's a great follow at the Steven Ruiz, no relation, brings up a good point that while this is on the surface a money decision, you're playing the guy who you're paying more money. Jameis Winston, even though he's not paid as much, Jameis Winston has $1.8 million in playing time incentives in his contract. For the team uh, that is up against a shrinking cap, the decision to start Taysom Hill could be a financial one. No. one Over $2 million? A team facing the shrinking cap. I mean, Look, there's a lot of people trying to rationalize this decision to not start Jameis Winston other than you know looking at his interception total I mean that's a pretty good thing to look at though because what the Saints have had at the quarterback position that they can be certain of even in a league where Russell Wilson has had a turnover problem recently is that Drew Brees under no circumstances is going to be turning over the football there there could also be this right Sean Payton knows more than us right there could be that, perhaps, because yes. well, there's a lot of people assuming that it's going to be Jameis Winston, and you read that report, Taysom Hill beat him out in practice. Mm-hmm. They obviously made the decision to pay Taysom Hill. Granted, he does different things than just be a backup quarterback to a guy that's been injured a lot recently in Drew Brees and is aging. The first time that I heard about the Saints actually considering Hill as the replacement to Drew Brees is when I was hearing things like Taysom Hill is a poor man's Lamar Jackson, that Sean Payton can use him like that. The Lamar Jackson experience isn't this year what it was last year. The MVP of the league, that team's different. The offensive line has been hit hard, and so they have been lesser across the board playing the Lamar Jackson way offensively for a number of different reasons, including that Lamar Jackson hasn't been as good, and when you're the MVP of the league, you're supposed to elevate whoever it is that you play with, even if you're injured as a team. If you're Jameis Winston, though, you have to start doubting whether or not there's a starting spot for you in the NFL. Do you not? Like, not a lot of teams lined up to get you. This team lined th- up to I get thought, you as a backup, and I now thought, a guy who's thrown 18 passes is getting a start over I you. thought Jameis Winston went there on a one-year deal to reprove himself with a quarterback whisperer so that the move was next year. Jameis Winston could get a job somehow. And I also thought Jameis Winston was picking there because, hey, Drew's old and brittle. He might get hurt. I've got the best chance to play with a successful offense there. I thought that's what Jameis Winston was choosing. I thought that's why he was Instagramming all of his videos, and that's why he lost so much weight. He was playing with a pot belly in Tampa. He is thin now, and Jameis Winston still can't beat out a guy who's thrown 18 passes uh, in his professional career. Whether the Saints have the Swiss Army knife or crab legs, they are going to whoop the Atlanta Falcons. I like the Swiss Army knife simply because he can give you so many different dimensions in a game. I wish everybody would stop diminishing him. Okay, he's only thrown like a handful of passes in his whole career. He didn't throw that many in college. It doesn't matter. Swiss Army knife. And if things go wrong with the Swiss Army knife, get famous Jameis in there. 
A true fan. A true fan. One thing is for sure, Tua, baby. Tua. And if he starts playing bad, get Fitzmagic back in there once again. True fan. True fan. Speaking of being a true fan, I am a true fan of Hawk and Crowder, but today I'm a true fan of Hawk and Witty. I, I can give you all kinds of thoughts on the back four tonight. I will be gonna, writing. They're, they're gonna, they're I'll be writing a letter to Solana's parents <laughs> if Whittingham starts talking about Inter Miami, talking about jumping off a cliff. So I got to tell you, AJ De La Garza's got a big job on his hands yes. tonight to fill in for Gonzalez. Move Pico. ahead, yeah. Solana. Move ahead. We have got playoff fever here. Plus, it is a feel-good Friday. If you got the fever for the weekend, I got some that'll make it much better. Some reggae music next here on Five Sixty The Joe Radio. Rewind. Welcome back to 560 The Joe Radio Rewind. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am a Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. Seems like the rain's kind of stopped. Got some good sports going on. Goran Dragic coming back to the heat. He just announced that. I know, yeah, this good reggae, a classic from legendary, the Gladiators, my favorite. Hello, Carol. Irie. I catch a fever and fresh cold, so I'm depending on you from my heart and soul. I'm depending on you So much tears on my pillow Ah, the Gladiator's still kind of doing it, although with a new lead singer by the name of Droop Lion. Very good, very good. You can actually see my interview with Droop Lion. Just go to my YouTube page, Dan Day. It's a little uncomfortable for me because I was with the radio station and he was smoking a substance and the radio station I was working at they tested for that, so it was kind of weird, but hey, it was a good interview nonetheless. Gladiators featuring Droop Lion. Hello, Carol, on a feel-good Friday. Of course, I am feeling good. Usually what I do on the weekends is I'll watch some football and put reggae on in the background, so you know this is going to be banging while I'm watching. Maybe tomorrow, LSU, Arkansas, go Tigers. Go Tigers! Also going to try to flip between that and the Ohio State-Indiana game. But the reggae going to be pumping nonstop. I lived it up a little bit last night. I'll regale you with tales from last night in just a few moments. Also, Hawkman highlights Crowder Crowd Pleasers. Kind of the week that was montage. Oh, that was the Hawk and Crowder show. I'm going to play that in a few minutes. But right now, let's get to the Hawk and Crowder show. Although, Crowder, he's up in Bradenton on national TV tonight. Big Sexy. ESPNU, his true prep academy, taking on number one in the nation, IMG. We wish the big dog the best of luck. Send the house, Crowder. Send the house. Right now, taking it to the house with Huck and Witty Solana. He's talking about camping, not vamping. And they also break down tonight's inner Miami game. Here we go. It is a football Friday. And we are underway. Shannon Crowder, as you know, if you listened yesterday, off today, his True Prep Academy Saints are on their way, might already be, in Bradenton, taking on the IMG Academy football team, a nationally ranked football team. That game tonight, Crowder prowling the sidelines tonight on ESPNU. 
And so we welcome in, of course, Alejandro Solana and Dan Day are here. Jay Fig will stop by later. And sitting in Crowder's chair today, Chris Whittingham. Hello, Witty. Hello, Hawk. I was going to say, uh, Crowder informed me that the game was on television last, last Sunday uh, doing Dolphins pregame. And I, I feel like that is must-watch television tonight. Yeah, without question. We will uh, we'll talk about it. They are heavy underdogs, but uh, we'll see what Coach Crowder can bring for the True Prep Academy Saints. Chris Whittingham, if you listen to this station, you know, does the Miami Dolphins pregame show with Channing Crowder on Sundays. You will be able to hear them this Sunday. Really like to start the show by revisiting what we learned at the end of yesterday's show. Solana, would you be adverse to revisiting what we learned at the end of yesterday's show before we forge ahead? Sure, why not? <laughs> we, uh, this won't shock you, Whittingham. I don't know if you were listening yesterday, but I don't know how we uh, learned this information. But Solana went to overnight camp one year for six days, wrote his parents a letter because there was no communications allowed <laughs> other than letter writing, wrote, him, uh, wrote his parents a letter that he was thinking of harming himself, and they wow. had to come get him home because oh he no longer – he thought that he was signing up for glamping, and instead he got actual camping, and it was not what he was expecting. Solana, did you hear from your parents after yesterday's uh, end of the show? Yes, Deborah and Eduardo would like to make one correction that they thought was vital to the story. It was five right. days, not six. Five, five days. days. Five, <laughs> five days. days. That was the correction that needed to be made. Yes. And it was supposed to be an eight-week camp, I'm guessing? It was a six-week camp. I was only six doing half the summer. Six-week camp. And uh, I made it five days, so not even a full week. My what, mom, now, and, and when did your first letter go out? at the end of the first day like <laughs> when and when did you start you were you were writing letters like Andy Dufresne in Shawshank <laughs> trying to get a library built <laughs> he sat down every night to write a letter not only did Solana get uh, um, uh, uh, booted from the camp after five days he also got them a library built for all the future campers <laughs> there up in the uh, where was it again the Poconos the Poconos so yeah. actually I was dropped off on a Thursday letters weren't going out until Monday so by the time I realized that I was <laughs> I needed to get out of here I was I was trapped I needed to get out of there I uh, I started writing letters I didn't find out until Sunday night that letters weren't being shipped out till Monday so oh my God. I wasn't leaving it to any chance I sent my parents a letter every single day until Wednesday they <laughs> I, I was already out of the camp they were still receiving letters from me that I wanted to go home <laughs> I saw this great thread so on Twitter great. of uh, there was somebody who was saying it was like a question for, for, for people to answer. And it was like, name a time when someone has told you to tough it out when you've had a real and legitimate injury. And someone was like, I had a gangrene ready to burst appendix. And my mom <laughs> told me that I just had wind. I just had gas that I had to pass. And, and, and so I was just kind of wondering, like, when they when your parents received those letters, like, did they want you to get on with it and try and, uh, you know, just survive this this camping? There, or did they the, kind of my, realize my, the urgency of the situation? My guess is that there, A, because there was no communication, they couldn't have that back and forth. But B, they knew their son pretty well. And he was like, if you know Solana, it's why we found the story last night so entertaining, where if you know Solana, it is the least shocking thing in the world that he would decide immediately this camp is not for him and then ratchet the uh, 
the uh, the level of uh, of urgency up to ten by saying that he's thinking of jumping off a cliff in a letter to his parents. Like, like the, it just there's so little self awareness in all of that. My uh, um, my dad and my mom know me. Like they know they they know I, I was clearly over exaggerating in the letter, and and you know I had my mind made. I wanted out of there. I was gonna say anything I could say. I mean, Hawk, you say it. I'm a grifter, right? Like I. I'll I'll do yep. whatever I possibly can to get whatever I possibly can. It is I true. This, I didn't know this side of Solana. I oh, Solana, I thought he's Solana was shameless. Tough. I thought he Solana is was tough. shameless. No, he'll tell you he is, but he is shameless. <laughs> yeah. uh, he is as as somebody uh, texts in effing crying. Someone else texts in LMAO. A perfect way. If you missed it yesterday, you can go to the radio.com app. You know, the rewind feature is up there for 24 hours. And it was about uh, 545 yesterday that we learned this startling story about Alejandro Solana's one time at band camp. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, but there is so much stuff to get to today. Let's get headlines here. I need to start here, guys. Very pressing story from this morning. Head coach. For the University of Miami football team, Manny Diaz, he tested positive for COVID-19 today. And he tweeted out, he is currently in isolation. He's feeling good overall, and he will continue to work with the team virtually for the next couple days. All right. Very good. NBA free agency opens today, 6 p.m. I'm sure we'll get a ton of news leading up to that 6 p.m. legal start time for free agency where teams can begin contacting players and uh, enter into contract negotiations but we all know that everything's probably already set in stone for every right now because... letters have been <laughs> sent out saying if oh, i have to stay on this team any longer i'm gonna jump off a cliff so it's uh, very similar to what happened in the poconos listen solana. listen bogdan bogdanovich got out of milwaukee <laughs> using the solana method he so. did that really was the solana method <laughs> he did he did the andy dufresne as well he chipped away at that wall and he looked through it for a second and it looked like Milwaukee and he ran back in the river the river of bleep is Milwaukee yeah yeah the, he saw that river he said you know what on second thought not so bad in here uh some big news in the NFL guys Taysom Hill not Jameis Winston will start Sunday for the Saints when they play the Atlanta Falcons 1 p.m. yeah I was shocked by that when I saw that on Twitter this morning but uh they have paid Taysom Hill a lot of money, so I guess they'll see if it's uh, if it's worth it this Sunday. I feel like you're either pro Taysom Hill minutes or anti Taysom Hill. Like like he is a very divisive figure. When he comes onto the field, I feel like most people are well, why are they taking Drew? Like what? Like Sean Payton is clearly just trying to be smarter than everyone else by doing this. But uh, to to see over seventy five plays, I think is going to be really interesting. I also wonder if he'll quarterback with the glove on the right hand because he is a two glove <laughs> player. I kind of wonder if he's going to stick to it like Teddy Bridgewater does. Yeah, I, uh, I'm interested to see how he does as well. You know, I grew up watching uh, Cordell Stewart, obviously, uh, playing uh, sometimes receiver, sometimes quarterback down here with the Dolphins. Famously, Jim Crash Jensen played that hybrid position. So I don't get as outraged by the Taysom Hill plays. You know, see him take snaps away from Drew Brees is always unsettling, but hard to argue with what New Orleans has done. But this one shocks me. I'm I'm really shocked to see him be the actual quarterback for uh, for the entirety of the game. But uh, and they say that there are no offensive packages for Jameis. That it's not like uh, he's going to be running gadget plays. Like he will just be the backup for the quarterback, who's Taysom Hill. Last night in the NFL, guys, 
Seattle. They are now atop the NFC West at 7-3 after defeating the Cardinals 28-21. Russell Wilson wins his 93rd game as a starter, passing Peyton Manning for the most by any QB in his first nine seasons. Yeah, we had uh, we had Seattle last night, minus 2.5 if you listen to the show, so we had a winner. I had uh, Cardinals money line. I was uh, kind of aching on that final drive. I was kind of hoping that they'd score and go for two, and I could just uh, I, I can just celebrate the victory. But I feel like once Kyler Murray got hurt on like the second possession, I, I I felt like that was a loser. Yeah, and Troy Aikman noticed that right away. Like I hadn't even noticed it. Troy Aikman was like, "Wow, look, there's and, something wrong with him." And, and he kept banging on about it for the entirety of the game. Like if you looked at his numbers, like yeah, Kyler Murray, you know, it's it's a normal performance passing wise. But I, you saw like a, a, a diminishment in the rushing production, which I thought was kind of the strangest part of that injury is that his passing numbers look fine, but he, I think he was kind of afraid to take hits. And and you, well, that's what I think. He didn't want to get crushed onto it. Yeah. yeah, he didn't want to get crushed onto his shoulder again, taking a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight, Inter Miami. They play a play-in game versus Nashville SC into the MLS playoffs at 9 p.m. There was some breaking news last night and into this morning. Gonzalo Higuaín, Fede Higuaín, and Leandro González Pires. They're all out after testing positive for COVID-19, a big blow to this inner Miami squad. We will a, get uh, uh, Whittingham's handicapping of the Inter-Miami game tonight when Lee Sterling comes on. If I allow him to talk about it now, we get derailed, and Sedano <laughs> won't end up coming on until 10 minutes till 3, and I can't I, I can't handle that. I, I, I can give you all kinds of thoughts on the back four tonight. I will be gonna, writing, they're, they're gonna, they're I'll be writing a letter to Solana's parents <laughs> if Whittingham starts talking about Inter-Miami, talking about jumping <laughs> off a cliff. So i got to tell you, A.J. De La Garza's got a big job on his hands yes. tonight to fill in for Gonzalez. Move ahead. Yeah. Solana, move ahead. You're gonna miss LGP tonight, Woody. It's a shame. No, I know, and and, oh and you're already God. with. I'm the Start a text he's, thread he's, with he's, your brother he's, he's, and he's Whittingham, a, and get me red, out of here. He's on red card, uh, red card suspension. You're already without a center back, you lose another. What are you gonna do? Daniel, Daniel doesn't think Witty is tough enough on this inner Miami squad, mm. so I'm not sure if he'll <laughs> want to be in the text. <laughs> All right. There you have it right there. I like the inner Miami talk. I love inner Miami. I hope they get a big win tonight. Big win if you're watching sports tonight. My dude-dude, Channing Crowder, defensive coordinator of True Prep Academy, heading up to Bradenton to play the number one in the country-ranked IMG Academy on ESPNU. That is going to be starting in about 10 minutes from now. Then when that game pretty much ends at 9 o'clock, enter Miami, taking on Nashville SC. We're going to take them down in the expansion bowl, I'm calling it. I don't know why I'm even calling that because it's not a bowl, but it is two expansion teams in their first year. Play-in game, MLS. I love MLS action. I don't care what anybody says. And I don't care what anybody says. I love the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 2 to 6 right here on 560. The Joe, never miss a minute. Well, I work on the show, so I can't miss a minute. But if you miss a minute, no worries. What I do on Fridays, I kind of compile the best of the week and bring it to you in the form of Hawkman Highlights and Crowder Crowd Pleasers. Hawkman highlights. Highlights. Crowd router crowd pleasers. Crowd pleaser. Bienvenidos al hockey crowder show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. Siblings are precious. God's gift. God's will. Promise. Grace and peace. Praise the Lord. Highlight. Dropping my draws. As. <laughs> Dropping your draws. Hi. The, the first two comes from me. <laughs> for two dollars and two toilets. Yeah, number two. Put out. That, that's the wrong phrase. 
put on for heat culture. It's probably okay, yeah, so. man. I know you did that wrong. I put out for heat culture, though. <laughs> I know you would. I know you would. Oh, now you're going to shoot me in my pinky toe. There is so much going on regarding the Dolphins, the Masters, the Marlins, the Heat, college football, and game cancellations. It is hard to keep track of everything, but that's why we employ Alejandro Solana for a sports update. Is that my cue? It's it's an unfair battle. They've got size. They've got speed. They, they, I don't thumb. think... Thumbs don't do anything. This who will unionize the world again. Oh, I was going to preach. preach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, uh, Eric Wood's coming up. Speaking of Wood... The Cheetah Gentlemen's Clubs are open. Yeah, that's a lesson can be taken from that, Hawk. Don't do crack, 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 crack. Ay, 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 que es eso? Correct. All right, everybody get an Irish peeler. Like, what were you watching on the Golf Network? Just the conversations? There's three old white dudes, white dudes. Don't do anything! Don't do crack. Is that my cue? I'm pleased. That is the fun that we have with the Hawk and Crowder Show weekdays from 2 to 6. You are invited to come have fun with us. It is a feel-good Friday. We're feeling good in South Florida. The Dolphins are winning. Two is playing great. The Marlins made it to the playoffs. They've got a new general manager, the first Asian-American, not just Asian-American, but woman. Oh, my goodness. Basketball team, the Heat, making it to the NBA Finals. Just announced Goran Dragic is coming back. He is going to re-sign. So let's hear from the Godfather talking about run it back. I'd like to run this thing back. When you think about the compressed uh, schedule, I, I sort of look at you know what happened around the middle of August when the playoffs started, where the intensity, everything intensified you know, in, in, in a big way uh, from a uh, competition standpoint. Uh, I think the seeding games were good to get you know, the team ready, we're, we were three and five in those games. And I think coach was experimenting as much as he was trying to do anything else. So, uh, but once, once it started in August and it ended in October and it's going to start again in December and it's going to end in July, yet you have almost two seasons where the, the competition at its best is, has been really compressed, you know, from that standpoint. So I think running this team back, just keeping the continuity of, of what we had and seeing what happens with our free agents, you know, from that standpoint, uh, that we will have some flexibility under the tax to be able to do some things. And so uh, I don't know if we're going to use any of that stuff, Barry, but uh, the fact that we have it there, uh, if something presents itself, then we'll take a real good hard look at it. I'm going to run it back tonight. Went out last night. I had a friend in town from Louisiana and we hit it up. Tried to go to the Point Lounge and apparently Point Lounge doesn't exist anymore. I couldn't find it. I drove all over the place looking for it in North Miami. So then we headed over to Round Table on 441. Had some good times. Loud music. Ooh, watched the first half of that Seattle-Arizona game. Then we went to Billy's Pub 2 over on 125th in North Miami. It was cool, but I had to get back to my standby, my home bar, my neighborhood hang on the rocks on 71st and Collins right there in North Beach. It was a wild, fun, good time. I'm heading home. I'm going to go drink some beers, maybe make some rice. Do it Cajun style, I guess. Get ready for a big weekend of sports. We got you covered. Dolphins game, 4 o'clock, right here 
on 560 The Joe. Then I'll be back Monday, 6 o'clock, for another edition of The Joe Radio Rewind. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.